The following is being brought to you by paulacres.net. everyone, Paul Akers here, and welcome to one of the most exciting projects I've ever done. It's called Generosity Press. So I'm sitting here today with Phil Morgan, who actually went to school at one of Henry Ford's schools. And what Generosity Press is all about is kind of about Henry Ford, because Henry Ford's book, Today and Tomorrow, one of his classics published in 1926, is one of the books that's not available on Audible. And I love audio books, but I can't read it very well because I'm not patient enough to sit down and flip through the pages. So I thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool if we started recording all of these classic books, particularly Henry Ford's book, Today and Tomorrow, which is really the most important book and the first book Generosity Press is gonna do, if we could actually record these classics and make them available to everybody at no charge. Hence, Generosity Press. So you might say, why Generosity Press? Well, really, I'm on the shoulders of Henry Ford, a very generous man who you're gonna find out was very generous to Phil and actually educated Phil. And he's gonna tell us that story a little bit later. But the bottom line is, welcome to Generosity Press, where we're gonna take classic books that are important for us to know about historical events and learn from those so everybody can benefit from having those on audio as well. Now, this particular book is very fascinating, Today and Tomorrow by Henry Ford, because this is a book that influenced Taichi Ono. And Ono talks about this book as having a profound impact on the way he developed the Toyota production system. So being that I'm a big lean maniac, it makes sense that I would want to read this book. And the backdrop, look how beautiful this is. The book published in 1926, a 1926 Model T and a 1924 Model T behind me. What you don't see is there's all kinds of cars all around here. And Mike Yakel, who actually is in business in Bellingham, has this wonderful collection. And he actually did a lot of molding for FastCap for our company. He owns an injection molding company. Michael Molding, and he made this all generously available to us as a backdrop to shoot this interview with Phil and start off Generosity Press. And that's what generosity is all about. You know, me as a business owner and knowing people all over the world, all the business owners that I know are incredibly generous. In the same spirit of Henry Ford, it's wonderful to give back. And I wanna thank all the business owners that I've been associated with all over the world who are constantly giving back to society and to make their communities better. And so that's why we named it Generosity Press. Going along and supporting that idea of how important it is for all of us to be generous and give back to our communities and our society to make the world a better place as Henry Ford gave a great example of. And Phil now is gonna tell us this amazing story of how he met Henry Ford and the impact that Henry Ford had on his life. So, Phil, welcome. Well, thank you, Paul. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, I was an orphan as a kid mm -hmm. and uh, taken from a uh, home that was very squalid and uh, taken by uh, Child Welfare of Massachusetts. Wow. And was in many foster homes where mm -hmm. it would be very much like Oliver Twist uh, taking a walk in the park. I mean, it was... It was pretty interesting, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, there was not really much of a future for me. Uh, 
I was going to uh, public school uh, and, uh, and then child welfare department uh, heard of Henry Ford's uh, boys. And Henry was actually looking for boys uh, to work with supervisors in his automotive plants. So the uh, school was called uh, Wayside Inn Boys School or... Uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, in Massachusetts or Henry Ford Boys School. And, and you still uh, have the book. I still have the book. Wow. Yeah. And uh, here's a book that tells about, this is not in audio form, though. Yeah. Oh, it will be. <laughs> it will be soon. Yeah. This is a book that tells about uh, Wayside, Henry Ford's best kept secret. Well, there were all sorts of boys from uh, various parts of society, most of them. Uh, from a fos- troubled background from or a, a background, background that had some problems. Yeah. Yeah. Orphans or... Right foster kids. How fantastic. And I love to hear that story that it wasn't a government program, but it was Ford, a businessman, actually spawned a very generous person. You know what else, Phil, I thought about when you were telling the story, because I didn't know this part of the story, is I thought, wow, Henry Ford got waste. He saw that your life was basically going to be wasted, and he took that and turned it into something great because you became a top electrical engineer for the mobile oil company. Yeah. Wow. What an impact Ford had on your life. Well, and, and uh, I'm, I'm not the only one. Many other boys I know. have had very successful uh, careers and lives. You, you know, told here. me most of them, most of the boys most. that went through this program became very, very successful. All yes. different kinds of trades. Like Name some of them, the kind of professions that All they the have. kind of profession, like for instance, the military. Right, colonels. Uh, colonels, right. Uh, yeah, in, in the army. And he took some of the boys into the plant. Yeah, yeah it's kind of nice. So he educated them and then brought them into the plant to give them great jobs at the Ford oh, Motor yeah. Company as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So when you met Ford, he actually came to one of the schools that you were in to kind of look it over, go to the shop floor, if you will, make sure everything was copacetic. And what, what was he like when you met him? Well, he was, he was a rather a stirring person. Yeah. But- but uh, uh, demanding, demanding. Uh, he was very keen on work ethic, right? And he wanted to know what was going on. So uh, he didn't take somebody else's word for it. We had academic courses in the morning and in the afternoons. Uh, physical labor. Physical labor. Right. Yeah. So he was a very practical guy. It, it was not just about academia. Not it was also about actually getting your hands dirty. He believed in getting your hands dirty and getting calluses on your hands. Yes, but. Uh, a melding of both of those things, right. academics and, both and work ethic. Yeah. Right. So uh, he wanted to see himself what was going on. Right. So he climbed onto the truck, which delivered the boys to their various... Uh, and how many, uh, how many boys were on this truck? Well, they had several trucks, but maybe eight or... So eight, not a ten, lot. So you were right there at Henry Ford with eight yeah. or nine people. Yeah, I thought he was a strange old character, but... Right. Uh, did you uh, know it was him at first? I right did away? not know You did it was, not know it was no, him? No. And this was shortly before he died as well, right? It was 1947. Right? Yeah. And, and uh, was it in 47 that you saw him? A year before that. A year before that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And he seemed like he was in good health then. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what, what, what happened. Caused what caused his death, right? What caused his death, yeah. But, uh, but he was getting around and still going and checking things out at that oh, point yeah. in the game. He wanted to know firsthand what was going on. So clearly, without a doubt, you would say that Henry Ford's generosity had a profound impact on your oh, life. Oh, yeah. Changed your life. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the boys had training in their own health care and neatness and uh, right. learned how to 
iron their clothes and sew and... Doesn't sound like much of a chauvinist to me at all. <laughs> no. <made> a... Wow. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, he had dancing classes one day a week where uh, the So girls... you knew how to treat women? Yeah, yeah. This so... guy was incredible. And that's what I like about it. You know, a lot of people approach life in a very happenstance way. But Ford was not happenstance. He was very deliberate about everything. And he thought that everything in a lot of respects should go through a nice process or a formal process, even to the point where he thought it was important that you should learn how to dance. And you were potentially going to be a supervisor or a leader in his factory. But he thought those kinds of social skills were relevant. Right. In order to be a leader, you had to know how to follow. And, uh, ah. That's profound that you would say, in order to be a leader, you needed to know how to follow. What does that mean, Phil? Well, uh, you'd have to know how to take orders in order to know how to give orders. Uh, you have to have discipline and uh, to be able to do it properly. Wow. And to use, uh, use your human facilities as you would use tools, probably. Compassionately so, but... Uh, this is incredible. You know, yeah. Bob Taylor is my mentor, as Edison was the mentor for Henry Ford. And yeah. I asked Bob Taylor one time, it's one of my favorite quotes that Bob said. I said, Bob, who was your mentor? Who was it that was influential on you? And he said, you know, Paul, today everyone's always saying you need a great leader. We need better leaders. And Bob retorted back and said, no, 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 Paul. We need better followers. Yeah. And this is exactly what you're saying and Ford had taught you. You need to first learn how to follow before you can learn how to lead. Exactly, yeah. Wow, yeah. how interesting. Yeah, he was great on work ethic, but in order to pass on a bit of that work ethic, you had to experience it. Mm -hmm. And you had to be able to be practical, be practical. Again. practical. Yeah, sure. Now, a lot of people, this is the other thing, you know, I, I personally, I love Henry Ford. I mean, I'm like, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, you know, Sakichi Toyota, Thomas Edison, Benjamin Franklin, Jefferson Adams. These people are my heroes, and I make no apology about that at all. But a lot of people have spoke disparagingly about Ford, about some of his uh, tendencies in one way or another. But really, he was an incredibly generous man, a very thoughtful man. He elevated people at, in all spectrums across the world what would you say to that? Are my, are my feelings about him accurate or probably misled a little? What, what do you think? No, from you... my perspective, uh, he took care of the boys. He, right, he took care of people. For instance, uh, while I was at the uh, boys' school, I had to have my appendix taken out well. Right. Henry Ford paid for the, wow. paid for the hospital and, uh, and all the things we learned at the school we were able to apply later on in life too. Right. It wasn't just uh, learning uh, from a handbook, you know, uh, getting a degree in, in history or a degree in English. We, it was all hands-on, plus the education of history. And he was interested in our knowing where our language came from, for instance. Isn't that incredible? So we had, they taught Latin at Wayside in Boys School. Mm -hmm. So, uh, fantastic. Yeah. So, what was the number one thing? I always like to ask people, what was the number one thing you think Ford's life made an impression on you? Or what is the number one principle you learned from Henry Ford? I think it was uh, discipline and work ethic mm -hmm. and uh, how to get along with my fellow man. Wow. Yeah. Now, at the boys' school, <laughs> We would get disciplined if uh, 
we'd go through the paddle line if right, we were doing sure, some sure. class. And did that scar you and destroy your life? It certainly did not. It certainly did not. No. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Opinionated Paul here again. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Well, I think in chapter 12, yes. uh, I think it talks a little bit about Henry Ford's uh, opinion of education, too. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah. Educating for Life. It's chapter 15. It tells about uh, his philosophy of life and philosophy of education that not only did you have to have the academics, but you had to have hands-on practical experience, practical experience which so. I absolutely love. And that, you know, that's me. I have calluses on my hand. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love the idea of getting my hands dirty. You know, I'm an executive and yet people walk in. I'm always on the shop floor. I'm always working. I'm always doing because that's really who I am. So I identify deeply with Henry Ford and I'll say publicly, Henry Ford, I am so grateful for everything you did for this country and for the world and especially this book that will now be available in audio format to so many people. And Phil, thank you so much well, thank for you, everything thank you've you. done and the contribution you've made to society, being a great engineer for the Exxon Mobil company. I'm so happy that we got to meet and I'm so happy that you got to kick off the whole Generosity Press. It makes perfect sense here. We're gonna have Henry Ford's book today and tomorrow is the first book for Generosity Press and that we would get to meet you and Amen. talk about with someone who actually knew Henry Ford and was around him, which is just incredible. With the backdrop of these beautiful cars, we are so fortunate. You know, in the first chapter, of Henry Ford's book, Today and Tomorrow. It is so interesting what the first chapter is called, and I'm gonna read it right here. We are being born into opportunity. Yes. And I just cannot agree with that more. Everywhere we look, for every human being, opportunity is swirling around them. And the question is, are we awake to reach up and grab it and take advantage of it? Absolutely. This Generosity Press production is brought to you by paulacres.net with all the best resources to bring out the best in yourself, your work, and everyone around you. Go to paulacres.net.